brilliant detective needs help from Edgar Allan Poe. Today I'm talking about Pale Blue Eye. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about the pale blue eye which is a netflix uh, mur- period murder mystery starring christian bale uh, from director scott cooper and i thought this one was okay um there's aspects of it that i like but uh for reasons i'll get into it didn't quite hit as hard as i thought it could so without further ado let's get started i figured something like this was inevitable Now that the murder mystery genre has been picked back up by studios, backers, writers, and directors, I imagine we're going to see a lot more takes on the genre in different time periods, including period pieces that play fast and loose with history to pull in famous historical figures. Such is the case for Scott Cooper's latest, The Pale Blue Eye, a murder mystery with a young Edgar Allan Poe as a lead character. Christian Bale plays Augustus Landor, a famed detective who has been called to West Point to solve a grisly murder of a cadet. But as bodies keep dropping, Landor calls upon the aid of a young man named Edgar Allan Poe to give him the lay of the land and insight into the personalities at the military academy. So, I'm not sure how to feel about The Pale Blue Eye, partially because I'm not sure what kind of movie Scott Cooper and company were trying to make. I say this because the film seems to be dabbling in two very different tones and approaches to the murder mystery. The first is a brooding mystery that's less about the crimes themselves and more about the man and men trying to solve it. We learned fairly quickly that Landor has a lot of emotional baggage, as indicated by his alcoholism, his brusque nature, and his disdain for military authority, which makes him a perfect partner for the offbeat, at least by the era standards, Poe, who doesn't fit in amongst the brutish rich boys at West Point. He has the soul of an artist, after all. Poe compensates by trying to act more worldly than he is, and often leading into the loner persona that Landor Landor can empathize with. The interplay between Harry Melling's Poe and Christian Bale's Landor are the best parts of the movie, in my opinion. This is also amplified visually thanks to the winter setting, dim natural lighting, and dark blue undertones in the film's color palette. But that's only one half. The other half feels like it is completely out of left field and more like a Poe story, and plays like a campy gothic tale. And as much as I love her, as soon as Gillian Anderson shows up, it's like she's starring in a different movie. She's acting to the rafters with the subtlety of a sledgehammer, and everything seems to go topsy-turvy from there. We've even got a waifish young woman that Poe fancies, muddying up the works, and all of a sudden we've got warm lighting and fire in every other scene. It's quite a shift. The problem is attempting to mesh these two together, which is a hard sell. One scene is somber, pensive even, and the next we've got character actor royalty coming in to do their job, which is apparently chewing every bit of the scenery possible. It legitimately feels like two scripts are clashing. Which is a shame, because both storylines provide interesting ideas. The pensive storyline treats the murder case like the search for a ghost, namely Landor's daughter who went missing, and that Landor is seemingly doing this job as penance. Especially if you dug into how this makes him act or how he might behave more recklessly. On the other end, the campy story feels like it is about how or why rational people embrace superstition, made all the more poignant by the undetermined involved involvement of a West Point doctor. Sadly, this all feels like a hodgepodge that then rushes to rushes to the end with a flurry of reveals and a dramatic moments versus a story that earned its ending. The verdict is it's a tale of two movies. Though the cast and premise is solid, the divided script prevents the pale blue eye from making a bigger impact. 
5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.